Welcome back to Lift Like a Viking. I'm your host, Jay, and hopefully after my last segment, I have inspired you to go out and lift like a Viking, lifting for strength, lifting for power. Alrighty, so if you have been inspired and you are looking to do that, your first question is probably going to be, hey, how do I get started? So let's look at it from two approaches. Uh, are you a novice lifter or are you are are you an experienced lifter? Because it's going to make a difference. Now, if you're a novice lifter, meaning you've lift from never to less than a year, you're a novice. So you're really going to need a good novice program. And you know, honestly, the rest of this talk is really going to kind of focus on people that uh, are like inter intermediate or or experienced lifters looking to get into powerlifting. But look, if you're a novice and you really want to get into strength training, powerlifting, training for powerlifting, or just training for strength in general, there are some really great beginner programs out there that I would highly recommend for you to get started with. Uh, there's a program called Strong Lifts. You can look it up online. They actually have an app that goes along with it to help you sort of track your lifting. It is an excellent excellent way to get started. I've actually used it myself. I used it when I had kind of taken a break from weightlifting in general. But, uh, you know, just to kind of get back into it, but listen, if you, if you're not an experienced lifter or it's been a while since you've lifted strong lifts is a great one to start off with, uh, look it up online, read about the program, follow the program to the letter. Um, I would advise doing it anywhere for six months to a year and then you can advance from there. So you know, if you are looking to do that, you know, great. Go out, start with a good starter program like, you know, Strong Lifts. There's another one called Starting Strength, which is also pretty good. I'd, I'd recommend Strong Lifts over that one, but they're both really good programs. So maybe you have some experience, uh, you know, and you are looking to really train more for strength or maybe train for a strength event or a powerlifting event. So again, you're probably asking yourself, how do I get started? All right. So let me just give you a few tips. And again, you know, look, big disclaimer here, you know, this is not gospel. This is not the powerlifting Bible. I'm not, you know, some powerlifting prophet, strength training prophet whatsoever. These are some, you know, advice, tips, tricks that I have used. Feel free to use what you would like. Uh, I definitely advise, though, that you do do a lot of research. Uh, that's what I've always done. Uh, I've looked up articles online. I've looked up uh, videos on YouTube. Uh, so when you are doing that, when you are looking for advice, uh, you know, tips, uh, programs, things like that, uh, like I mentioned last last time, <clears throat> you know, look at whoever the author of the article is. If they have the designation CSCS after their name, that stands for Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist, yeah, that's a good program or a good article to read because, uh, you know, myself, I have my own, I have my CSCS, uh, a, a lot of our training, a lot of our education, it's based in research, um, you know, they, they've done research on training for strength, training for power, training for fitness, training for endurance. Um, so they, you know, if, if somebody has a CSCS after the name, they, they really know what they're talking about. And, and you definitely want to read or, or listen to what they have to say. All right. So 
you're looking to start to train for strength. Uh, first things first, you know, where you go to train is really, really key. Uh, if you go into a planet fitness, which is mostly treadmills and cardio equipment with a very small free weight area, turn around, head right back out. This is not the place for you. If you're going to be training for strength or power. Um, listen, I have nothing against chain gyms. I actually belong to one. I won't say which one, but I do belong to a chain gym. Uh, you know, it has a very moderate sized free weight area. Uh, I also lift either very, I usually lift very early in the morning. So the gym is pretty empty. So I'll have the area to myself. No problem at all. Uh, I've actually belonged to a couple of chain gyms over the years. Uh, you know, places like Jack LaLanne and whatnot, I've always made sure that they have a very big free weight area. You also want to make sure in the free weight area they have something called a power rack. And if you're not familiar with it, Google it. You know, they'll probably show you a couple of different representations of what they look like, but you'll kind of get the idea. You need to have those. Absolutely. Uh, of course, make sure they have benches, make sure they have plenty of free weights. Um, you know, if you go into a gym and, you know, the dumbbells don't go past 50 or something like that, again, turn around, head on back out. You know, this is really not going to be the place for you. Uh, independent gyms are probably a really good place to look at because they tend to have a lot of free weights. They actually will have some stations set up for powerlifting and Olympic lifting. Um, they're also great because the community, the powerlifting strength community is a great community in general. Listen, I can't speak to every individual out there, but in my experience, I found that guys that live for strength, or I'm sorry, excuse me, guys and girls that live for strength, live for power, are very friendly, very welcoming, very accommodating, as long as you yourself uh, are the same. So that's my second tip. Uh, show good gym etiquette, okay? No dropping weights, no banging weights. Um, you know, and look, and I mean like, look, if, if a weight slips out of your hand, a weight slips out of your hand. It's something you can't help. And it probably also means it, the weight is too much for you. But if you are trying to make a point or look cool or look like, you know, you're a monster and you're slamming weights down, uh, that is just not a good thing. Listen, I mean, you're not going to, if you gingerly lower the weight down and it barely makes a sound, it's probably too light for you. You know, look, you, you put the barbell down, it's going to clink on something, there's going to be some noise, absolutely. But if you're screaming, groaning, grunting, snorting, and slamming the weights down that, you know, somebody outside the gym can hear you, you know, you're a douchebag. Um, please don't do that. It will, you'll really look bad in the eyes of uh, your fellow lifters, and they're probably not going to be very, very willing to help you. Um... Another good tip, gym etiquette tip, and this is something I see a lot of people, they either do it or they don't do it. Look, you're lifting, you got a significant amount, or you got a decent amount of weight on the barbell. You're done, clean it up. Get those weights off, leave an empty barbell for the next person. Um, you know, granted, if you're in a, in, a, in a gym where there's a lot of strength trainers and things like that, they might not mind if there's some weight already loaded on it. But look, if you're at your local gym, if you're at your LA Fitness or, you know, whatever, and, you know, you have a grandma waiting behind you, she's not going to want to take off stacks of 45-pound plates. You know, look, show good gym etiquette, clean up after yourself, you know, put the weights back or at least stack them off to the side. Uh, look, a lot of times this is, this is what'll happen. This is something I do. If I'm waiting my turn, 
guy is in the power rack, he's squatting, he's finishing up, he'll turn around, he'll tell me he's done, or he'll start to clean up the weights. I'll ask him if he's done. If he says yes, I'll tell him, I got it, don't worry about it, go do what you got to do. And, and a lot of times, you know, you'll find that. Uh, to continue to show good gym etiquette, you know, if you see that somebody is waiting, you know, they might ask you how many sets you have left, whatnot, you know, let them know, then give them the offer, ask them if they want to work in. They might want to work in, they might not want to work in. Now, here's the thing with that. When you're going to be training for strength, you're going to be taking long rest breaks, anywhere from three to five minutes between sets. Uh, if I'm doing that, if, if it's a day where I'm really training for strength or power, if I'm on the bench press and somebody comes over and asks me how many I have left, you know, I'll tell them, hey, you know, I got two sets left. You know, you're welcome to work in, but I take really long rest breaks. They might just say, okay, cool, no problem, and they'll wait for you or they'll go do something else. But, you know, look, make the offer. Nothing infuriates infuriates me more is when I'm waiting for something and the person acts like I'm not even there. Like, I have my headphones in, which means I can't see you. No, it means you can't hear me, but I know you know I'm standing behind you. Um, you know, and that's the other thing, too. If you're on a piece of equipment and you see a person standing there, ask them if they're waiting. Uh, you know, and you get into that little conversation, you know, do make that offer to let them work in. I mean, chances are, you know, they might, they might not. And again, if you're going to be taking long rest breaks, definitely let them know that. Don't feel the pressure. Like if you're doing a strength exercise and you need that three to five minutes in between sets, don't force yourself to like, okay, well, they're done. So I have to start my set now. No, just state it up front. Just say, hey, you're welcome to work in. Just letting you know, I usually take a good rest break, three to five minutes in between. You know, they might say, cool. They might do a couple of sets while you're resting. That's absolutely fine. Another good gym etiquette tip is this, is if somebody asks uh, if you could spot for them, say yes. If you don't know how to spot, don't be afraid to say that you, you know, say, sure, no problem. How do you want me to do it? Or I've never really spotted for anybody. Please be honest. Um, I've asked people for a spot. They've said, sure. And then they have no idea how to do it. Um, really? And everybody's a little different, but in general, really, what does a spotter do? Um, you might help somebody unrack the weight if it's if it's a bench press. And this is usually where you're going to spot for somebody. It's usually the bench press. Um, the person might not want you to. Really what you're doing is you are standing by. If the person looks like they're in trouble, you kind of put your hands close by. You let them know that you're there. They might kind of signal you to take the barbell. They might ask you for a little push or something like that. You know what? And it's okay to even ask them that beforehand. You know, some people don't even want... They just want you standing by just in case. They don't even want you touching the barbell. Just ask. You know, be a, be a good gym buddy. <laughs> Alrighty, so... You are ready to get started. What are some more tips? Uh, you have to log, okay? You have to log the exercises you do, the day that you do it, how many sets, how many reps, how, how much weight. I've seen people carrying around the old notebook and pencil. That is absolutely fine. Uh, there are tons of exercise tracking apps out there. I use one called Strong. It's a great one. I'm not saying it's the best out there, but it's a good one. It does its job. I set up my programs. I have uh, two or three different programs that I run through in a week, and uh, everything is laid out for me. It'll even show me 
how many sets, reps, and weight I did the last time I did that particular routine. It has a rest timer on it. Uh, it's nice because it actually has an alert, so I don't even have to look at it. I can have my headphones in. I can listen to music. I'll get that ding, and I'm ready to go. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. You're never going to know if you're making progress if you don't track. And trust me, you, you're going to think, oh, yeah, I did this much weight last time. You're not going to remember. Trust me on that. Um... Okay, so if you are going to be training for strength, you need to know your one rep max. If you're not sure what a one rep max is, basically how much weight can you put up in one shot? How much, you know, you load up that barbell, one shot to get it up there with good form. This is not the guy that bench presses and his legs are in the air and he's grunting and groaning and twisting his body and cheating it up. No, you are doing it with really good technique, but you're only getting up one rep. You know, it's if you weight and you feel like I could do another rep, that's really not your one rep max. So there's a couple of different ways to calculate that. Um, you can go into the gym, you could warm up for a little bit, you can kind of, you know, if you're not really sure, you know, for the bench press where your one rep max is, kind of estimate. Okay, warm up a little bit, warm up with just the barbell. Remember, uh, Olympic size barbell is 45 pounds. Warm up with that a little bit, get a feel for it. Um, you know, and kind of set a weight that you feel is going to be your one where one rep max. Wait a little bit. Again, wait about three minutes, five minutes, and go for it. If you could get it up there in one shot, and you feel like I'm it, that's it, I'm done. That's your one rep max. Another way to do it is to do your three or five rep max and then calculate. Okay, so. This is the amount of weight you can get up in either three or five repetitions, and, and that's it. You know, you're not really going to go past that. So you set up a, 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 a decent amount of weight. Look, if you can get to five reps and keep going, you're not there. If you can get to five reps or you can get to three reps and you're done and it's with good form, you did it. There's a lot of uh, apps and things online that will help you calculate your one rep max. Uh, just Google one rep max calculator. You know, and it'll say, like, you know, how much weight did you do? How many reps did you do? And it'll actually calculate it out for you. And it'll actually then give you percentages. You know, how much is 90% of your one rep max? How much is 75% of your one rep max? These are things that you are going to need to know. So definitely before you get into this, figure out what your one rep max is and do not estimate it. Actually go out and try to do it. All righty. So few more tips for you. Look, if you are really going to be training for a competition or you just want to get strong in general, here's some things that you're going to need to know. Uh, you're going to be doing pretty much the strength and power moves. You know, these are multi-joint, pretty complex moves. You're doing the bench press. You are doing the squat. You are doing the deadlift. You could do other things like an overhead press. You could do a bent over row. You can do some accessory work. You know, you want to work your biceps and triceps. That is absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But listen, doing the leg extension machine is not going to help your squat get any better. Might make your quads look bigger, <laughs> but you know, the only way you're going to get up more weight in the squat is to squat. You know, the only way you're going to pull more weight on the deadlift is to go out there and deadlift. So, you know, you're going to be doing these exercises. These exercises, they're called the big three squat, bench press, deadlift. They are going to be the staples of your routines. You are going to be looking to put up a lot of weight 
you know, anywhere from 80 to 90% of your one rep max, which we talked about earlier, you're going to be doing a lot of sets, anywhere from five to seven sets, but you're only going to do anywhere from one to five reps. Um, you know, you should feel like you're really exerting yourself. You almost want to think about it on a scale of one to 10. One is you're sitting at home on your couch eating potato chips. 10 is you put up your one rep max, your muscles ripped off your body, your heart exploded in your chest. We don't want you to hit a 10. We want you to feel anywhere from a six to an eight. Like you really, really exerted yourself, but you still got some gas left in the tank. Uh, and again, Find yourself a really good program. Uh, make sure you are taking those rests in between sets, especially on the days if you are training heavy. I did a heavy training day today. I was taking anywhere from three to five minute rests in between. I really honestly should have taken more five minute rests in between. There's nothing wrong with taking three uh, three minute rests in between sets though. Nothing wrong with that at all. Also do that between exercises. You know, some people will say, all right, I bench pressed. I'm going to go squat now. Well, I just worked my upper body, so I really don't need to rest. You do need to rest. Listen, these are multi-joint. These are complex moves. You are recruiting a lot of muscles. You are using a lot of energy. You're also using your central nervous system, you know, the brain and the spinal cord. It's got to coordinate all this. It is working really, really hard. you got to give this stuff a rest. Um, years ago... When I was really getting into it, and I was I was deadlifting like crazy. I, I couldn't get enough of it. I'm loading up the barbell. I'm not giving myself breaks. I'm not doing light or medium days. I'm going heavy, 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 heavy. I go into the gym and I throw up. I throw on my warm up weight, and I go to deadlift. And normally I'm like, okay, my warm up weight I could do six, eight reps, no problem. I did four reps and I felt totally exhausted. So of course, do I stop? Do I take a break? No, I keep going. I put on a weight that I normally work with, you know, where I could do one to three, you know, uh, reps with it. I couldn't even get it up. I couldn't even get it up off the ground. And I was just, I, I was mystified. How could this happen? I mean, I just, you know, four or five days ago, I put this weight up. What is going on? Uh, I actually, you know, went onto a message board that, uh, that I uh, was a member of and I kind of posted that question and I got back, you know, dude, your central nervous system is burned out. You know, your body is burned out, you know? Yeah. We want you working hard, but you have to give your body a break. You are only human. You are not from the planet Krypton. Okay. You didn't get bitten by a radioactive spider. Um, you know, you are not a mutant, you are not Iron Man, you are not from Valhalla, <laughs> you know, you are not the son of Odin, okay, you are human, give your body a break, listen to your body, if you are squatting and you feel your muscles burning and working, excellent, if you are getting a sharp pain in your knee, stop, assess, Take a look at what's going on. Do you have too much weight on? Is there something going on with your knee? Don't push past that kind of pain. You know, people say no pain, no gain. Uh, really what that means is, is if you feel your muscles working and, and burning and, and you're like, wow, I am get that is I am getting a workout. If your joints are experiencing sharp pain, if you are experiencing pain shooting down your arm, shooting down your leg, if something is going numb, that is not no pain, no gain. That is red flag, stop, assess what's going on here. 
Alrighty, so I think we touched on some really good tips and tricks to help you get started. Uh, you know, look, I'm going to be talking about some other things in upcoming segments. We'll talk about equipment a little bit. We'll talk about different types of lifts. Uh, I'm also going to get into some, uh, you know, power lifters and, and uh, strength guys that, you know, I kind of admire. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, look, look for us. Uh, look for Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Uh, we're on Instagram, Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts at the Brothers in Armchairs website. That's www.brothersinarmchairs.com. This is Jay, signing off.